ladies and gentlemen, and or other, whatever you go by, welcome to the first episode of TA Talk. I'm joined by... Howie Met, Josh Merriman. And the teacher himself, Mr. Corley. I'm so pleased to share a name with that man. <laughs> Corley, though, for today. All right. Big LC. I like that more. Luke or Lucas, <laughs> which one? Uh, Are you for me or for him? Both. Well, mm, let's yeah. hear your take first. Yeah. So I was named Lucas, and I actually, when I was younger, wanted to go by Luke. But my mom said, no, I named you Lucas for a reason. So the only person that ever called me Luke growing up was my PE teacher. I don't know why she even called me Luke, but... Hmm. Per- like personally, I like Luke better, I think, but I don't care what you call me as long as you don't switch up midway through. Like if yeah. you start by calling me Lucas, just let's just stay with I Lucas. I cannot call you Lucas. I just can't. As you call me Lucas. I you're a hypocrite. I, I was I was just I was just saying, you know. Okay. Well sorry Luke. Lunch today was awful. Wow, great segue. No, banging. Lunch was oh. banging. What'd you have? What'd you have? Oh man, I had a what did I have? Oh, Two fiestata pizzas, not one, two mm. fiestata pizzas. And there's something about carrots and ranch that gets me every time. I could, I mean, on and on and on with carrots and ranch. I could go forever. Uh, I'm not a big fan of carrots. Yeah. Do you like cucumbers? Yeah. I do like cucumbers. I love cucumbers. Do you guys put salt on them? Um, Never tried that, but. I'll, I'll say one thing that I've always made because we've all had, always had a garden. It's a bagel, cream cheese, mm-hmm. cucumbers, and then garlic salt on top. Wow. That, you all grow bagels? Good. We grow, that we grow was cucumbers? quite possibly oh. <laughs> the <was> dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, no, but the Fiesta pizza is really something else. If you don't like Fiesta pizza, I don't like you. I like it. I'm sorry. I, I just, had a Warrior Burger, though. I just can't eat the school meat. The school's and meat. this is I why when Brooklyn comes back, you are leaving. No, I'm not. Now, Actually, the question I have I'm is, not. this one goes for Josh and Hallie. No offense, Lucas, mm-hmm. since you don't play any sports currently. No, it's okay. But... Do, do you change up what you're eating for lunch on a game day because there's some some stuff you're like, mm, don't trust that from yes. the cafeteria? The the nachos will not. I, I don't know what that's going to do to me. Um, I think that's a, a something we got to find out one Friday. No. I mean, honestly, it's just whatever I feel that day. But I mean, like, nachos, probably stay away from those. Yeah. Probably I a little just, bit different. Probably a little bit different for softball, though, because, like, you're I mean, not hitting each other, like, down after down getting everything shaken up all at once you know but i mean Mm -hmm. also like during high school season it's colder so i mean like with the heat and everything at first well at first like it's cold like it's not warm Uh, so you're saying that if it's cold then you don't really care what you're eating well i mean like i i wouldn't get it i wouldn't get sick because you're in hibernation (laughs) gotcha yeah i'm a bear (laughs) i'll say one thing for track since i throw i eat whatever i want i don't care what i eat doesn't doesn't affect me. You you've met the new softball coach, right? I have actually. You like her? I did an interview with her. Oh, that's right. Word. Coming she had really she had w- really WBSM. good answers. She had really good answers. Good. She's an educated woman. We love she, that. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. She's a teacher. Wow. Actually, we were talking about this on my other podcast, Chit Chat with Corley, that every coach except for one is a teacher either in the building or in the school corporation. Who's the one coach? Uh, coach Kane for volleyball. I think she does. Mm. I want to say I've like never heard that physical name. therapy, and I could be wrong about that. But um, W occupation though. Yeah. yeah. So, but she uh, like everyone else is either. I think the only other two that are not here are Coach Sherry's at Clark, uh, Coach Kern is at the middle school. Mm-hmm. I think those might be the only two that aren't. I thought you had to be like in the corporation. No, I don't think so. I mean, if you like when I was in high school, you didn't have to be. I think the only people that were were basketball, girls basketball, and football. 
and, uh, baseball was. Do you guys remember mm. Coach Kern the, if, in middle school? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I love that guy. He? He's like 5'10 max. But my little four, six self, seeing him yam down basketballs gave me hope. <laughs> yeah, but what height hoop was that? I mean, on 10. Dude was doing it on regulation. No. I don't know if I ever saw him. I don't know if I ever saw him do that. No. I, no. I swear, but, I mean, that doesn't mean I it didn't happen. Every, don't ever know me again. On <laughs> no. everything, I saw him do it more than once. That's because you were small. You probably thought it was 10 feet. Is that a short joke? That's a you as a child I being short, yeah, probably. That was a dumb, yes. dumb remark. Yeah. What was the uh, softball coaches like? What did she do before this? She was a Division two, two coach. Uh, Albany. Yeah. Albany, I think. So she qualified, qualified. Mm-hmm. She is qualified. I bet you the pay. Hey, Luke, stop touching, the, stop touching the mic. I will touch what I want to touch. Okay, I'll stop moving. You're making down. a bad audio quality. <sighs> I, I got to do something with my hand. You need to fix it. I feel it. like that thing in Talladega Nights, the interview where he's <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> raising <laughs> his hands up. <laughs> I think we got to, when we come out with the uh, cover for this podcast, podcast art, I think we got to find a way to incorporate podcast Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have that yes. picture. I do have that picture if we want to use it. I mean, a little, a little, I really like that little picture. context. We have a, a new TV screen in here. We're hoping one day, and everybody keeps asking when we're going to finally stream one. We're going to work on that towards the end of semester or by end of semester. But we got this TV screen in here. And I told uh, Lucas, see, it's weird. I go back and forth between <laughs> Lucas and Luke, actually. You just got to pick one. And I told Luke that uh, I was like, yeah, he said, you kind of look like Podcast Jesus today with the, the long hair and kind of doesn't, he wasn't wearing a hat, which was kind of different. And so he's starting to tell this story and everyone's laughing because the story is mildly funny. And then I throw this picture up here of, you know, Jesus with the outstretched arms looking up to the heaven and everyone starts cracking up and Luke <laughs> is just like, has, he's beaming. He's like, "Oh my god, everyone loves this story." <laughs> and is laughing so hard. Luke had we, no idea what was yeah. going on. That was mm-hmm. the slightest shot I've ever heard, and I'm not gonna forget that. His energy went from like really good <laughs> to like even better because he's like, "Wow, people think this is really funny." You act like I don't. You know what? I'm not gonna dig myself deeper, and I'm gonna let you have that one, Corley. Just know that I'm. It's not. Back a, it's not a dig fair. on you. It's just. It's what happened. It I was, don't know. I'm seeing a shovel and some dirt fly behind your back right now. Good, mm. We got some good chemistry on this podcast. <laughs> That's good. So going back to to names, Josh mm-hmm. is short for Joshua. Joshua. Yep. Anybody ever call you Joshua? Yeah. I mean, on, on all my school papers, I write my full name. It's weird. I don't know why. I've always done it. Do you guys um, sign your name like on your school papers in print or cursive? Print. Print it. And maybe it was just the school I went to growing up. We all did it in cursive. We never, I've same. never learned like, cursive. Since third grade. We, we were given a packet to learn cursive, and you didn't so, have to so do it. So we didn't really learn. I want to talk to you about this since you're older, Corley. Um, <laughs> don't even give me that. You're 28, dude. Suck 27, it up. 27. <laughs> um, the school I went to, we for, for the spelling test we'd have to do for practice, you'd write it in print five times, and then you'd write it in cursive five times and I don't know how to write in cursive anymore but I still remember my name and select few letters but Corley when you were in school I want to know if if you had to learn cursive because I remember talking to my parents about it and they were like just hornswoggled that we didn't have to learn cursive anymore I'm gonna have to look that up on the Merriam-Webster hornswoggled (laughs) Um, yeah I mean it doesn't surprise me that people don't have to learn cursive especially now like for example I'm signing a lease document for an apartment and it just like says initial here because it's an e signature, right? So there's not many things that I feel like I'm having to sign that much uh, anymore. But when I do sign stuff, I still sign in cursive. Uh, the way they would do it is just like when you're learning to write your normal alphabet, you'd have each letter up on the top of the you know board. And I think mm-hmm. we learned in third or fourth grade is when we started to learn. Um, 
The one thing I will say about cursive is really the only thing I use it for is a signature. Now my grandmother, like she'll write like a ha like a birthday card, and I'm sitting here like, dear Lucas, okay, that's my name. <laughs> Happiest of my dad is the exact same way. To my, I can kind of read cursive. Okay, there, like. I, I can, can like, like read it, but I can't write it. I can get like bits and pieces. Yeah, I can I can read it fairly well. My dad, um, his handwriting is beautiful. I mean, it's out of this world. He's left-handed and he writes in cursive, um, but when he writes in print, it looks like someone took dirt, poured water on it, made it mud, gooped it up, slapped it on the paper, and smeared it around. It's so bad. <laughs> You're very very good with your vivid imagery. I must <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, like, there's even a neighbor across from me in my apartment. She's an older lady, and she, like, left this note when I moved in, like, saying, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. And it took me, like, five minutes to decipher what she was writing. Like, it was, like, the <laughs> shortest note ever. And I was like, is that Gloria, Gertrude? I can't tell what it's like. She signed her name. Like, no clue what she is trying to write. Gertrude. How long have you you've been in the – it's been, like, three months, right? In the, uh, in the April, since April, late April, yeah. It's nice, yeah. though. Like, we just had our first broadcast on Monday for girls' soccer. And in the past, it's like as soon as school's over, I am hauling butt up to Indy, mm -hmm. let my dog out, immediately turn yeah, back I around. Remember, yeah. mm -hmm. You have a dog. So mm -hmm. is it just you and the old pooch now? In the Yeah. Well, she's only four, but yeah. Wait, what type of dog? Mini Golden Doodle. Oh. I love dogs that don't shed. I love all dogs. Well, she sheds a little bit. Dogs that don't shed just still have my whole I heart. can't do small dogs. It has to be a big dog. Yeah, I like bigger dogs. Yeah, I like big I, dogs. I'm Ooh. medium to big dog. I really Ooh. like big dogs, though. Big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a sound bite of that? <laughs> yeah, I can put it back in here. <laughs> put that in the intro. Him just barking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, softball last year, we got in so much or trouble oh or whatever God, for barking that. at that Terry. So Corley was, was actually opinionated about that. I, uh, I want to hear your stance. Yeah, again. I want to hear. I want to hear this. Okay, personally, me though, greatest thing ever. I thought that was <laughs> so funny. My thing is, and Hallie, you're not gonna like it. I think there's a way you play. I'm not. I wasn't mad about the barking. I was mad about us stealing bases up 13. Yeah. And mm. and then Ava, like, I got in this argument with Ava, and she's like, she's like, we were just doing what you're supposed to do. I'm like, I said no. I said it's different if you're in a two-run game and you yeah. also steal bases. I said we didn't steal any bases when we were up 2-0. So now we're still up 13. And then you know, like Piercy one time stretched a single into a double, and like yeah. a ball hit a very shallow left field. Because she's that guy. And I, I'm like, I do have to agree with that. So there's, like some of that stuff, a, there's like, a point. But I really don't like the stuff with the parents. I mean, parents get mad. Like I love our parents. I love the parent support that you get. And normally when you have parents that are like over involved or overactive, it means they care, which is great. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, let's draw the line at like what is too involved. So like my thing is, you know, don't call a coach about your kids playing time. Like mm -hmm. let them earn mm -hmm. it. Oh, I have yeah. a story. Keep going. But I have a story. Two, you know, Let's not get mad about what the opposing team is doing. Like, if your kids are acting the right way, it shouldn't matter what the other team is doing. Like, you may not like it, but let's worry you know worry about your team is what I say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And let the athletic director and the coaches deal with their own team. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. It was kind of like – but that's that's also the thing, too. And, you know, we have Drew Helton sitting over here. And, you know, he knows about, like, with baseball, too. It's like unwritten rules of baseball. And, you know, Luke, it's just like some of that stuff is starting to die now as younger mm -hmm. players are mm -hmm. getting into the majors. And it's like I think sports is changing yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I like where it's going. I, I like the competitiveness. Um, I think trash talking is a huge thing in sports, and I and I like where it takes like team dynamic wise. Because I mean, if the other team starts, you know, chatting a bit, and then you get three or four kids in your dugout, 
and then once those three or four kids are up and they're responding to them, everyone's up. And it's kind of they're funny. They're just yeah. going yeah. at each other. And it's so funny because it correlates into the field. Are you talking too. about trash talk within your own team? No, both teams. Both teams. But, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, when you're shaking up on the field, that's where it stops. And if it doesn't, that's because we're weird. We're kind of struggling with that in football this year. Friday's scrimmage is very chippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the, the only good thing about it is we're all doing it as a team together. Like, we all have each other's backs, mm-hmm. but it's still too much. Well, I was talking to Josh, talking about football. It's kind of it's hard. I was talking with Webby about it. In football, that is, like, the one where you almost have the most leeway to kind of be chippy because it's a, mm-hmm. such a physical sport. You say kind of probably some of the stuff that's said at the football game, on the basketball court to referee, it's going to be like, boom, you're, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a lot different in basketball. Baseball, you know, you can't even, like – you know, you see the videos on Twitter where it's like the guys like, oh dude, that God, was outside. Dude, and it's like, I'm so boom, you're gone. In baseball. You get tossed. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Football even has a little bit more leeway, but mm-hmm. it's also too where, you know, you get you don't really get warned. You just get penalized every time until yeah. you do get tossed, and then it's like, okay, now we're instead of being on the 20 yard line, getting ready to score, we're on the 35, and we're first and 25. So has a lot of ramifications. Corley, I want to hear your sports background because there's no way you're this involved in high school sports media and, and don't have a background of it yourself at all. Like what? Like involved in? Like just elementary through high school. Where did you stop? What did you play? There's no way you didn't play anything. Oh, I mean, yeah, I played. So like when I was growing up, I did uh, baseball from when I was like kindergarten on. Uh, played till I was like 16. I, even th- I didn't play in baseball. So the funniest thing is I got like as much as like I love broadcasting. I wanted to play baseball in high school, mm-hmm. but I got cut my freshman year. I just was not good. Um, so that's what led me to do the broadcasting stuff. But I played still kind of the rec leagues and whatnot. And then I played basketball. I played two years of football. Funny enough, by my seventh grade year, I was like, yeah, hmm. this is not for me. Imagining you playing football is <laughs> one of I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I just can't. I'll have to bring some pictures back out. But, like, the, uh, the seventh I, I grade year, like seventh grade year, my dad was like, yeah, you're playing football. And the guy that, like, I went to school with his son, he was the head coach of the 7th, 8th grade team, he was like, we'd really love to have you out. And I'd play D-line. I was a small kid playing D-line for whatever reason. <laughs> and he was like, we can make you a linebacker. Like, that was like, oh, boy, a linebacker. I'm going to play. <laughs> like, so I went out to the first practice. They gave me all the equipment. And this was actually probably the third or fourth practice because I was not into it. And about 30 minutes in, it's like the heat of July. I feel like crap. I'm like, well, coach. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm going to call my mom and have her come pick me up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not doing this. Uh, has, has anyone here passed out from sports before? Nope. I mean, kind of, yes and no. I have this really bad habit of, I don't know if it's like a borderline ADHD thing, but if I know that I have something going on that's mid to later in the day, I feel like I can't do anything. Really? Until that time comes, like I'm just stuck there, just sitting waiting. Jeez. Um, so a lot of times I forget to eat, Ooh. Um, and and I'll go out to go play baseball in pants and my in our thick jerseys because they're button ups, and I'll, I'll be on the pitcher's mound exerting all my force every pitch, and then I'll get woozy because I haven't eaten in 18 hours or something. That happened to me uh, actually last week. I was uh, with the tennis team, and so I had not had anything to eat like breakfast or lunch. And I was like, oh, I'll go out and practice because Coach Gillespie, that was another thing. I played tennis in high school for two years. Um, so I was going out and hitting with Quentin Gillespie was there and hitting with uh, Corbin Grantham. And so um, I was like, ooh, I'm having to move a lot because Quentin's really pretty athletic mm-hmm. and he's moving the ball mm-hmm. around. And I was like, dang, it's kind of hot out here. I'm feeling a little woozy. I was like, I think it might be time to go home. <laughs> so <laughs> called it a day. You playing sports, is it's just great to me. But the other thing, too, is like <laughs> yeah. I would say my 
my if I could change one thing about myself, at least from high school athletic perspective, it would be I wish I was great at one sport and not just pretty average at a lot of them. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people like that. Like I'm a good yeah. pickup player. Like I can go out and golf and probably hit around a hundred. Like that's not great, but it's you know someone that you right. still probably golf with. Yeah. I could play baseball. I could hit the ball. I could ground it. I, I would make errors, right? Not strike out, but like I could hit the ball too. Football, it's like didn't love it, but. I could do it if I needed to. You know, playing back mm-hmm. backyard football is a little bit different. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people like that now because I know for me, I don't know if this applied to you guys too. Um, when I was younger, I played like every, like I played everything I could. Um, but then once I got to probably late middle school, and I realized I was a little better at baseball than everything else, I I pretty much just dropped everything else and I started focusing on baseball hard. Yeah, I definitely, well, when I was younger, I played tennis, which I feel like it was just a sport just to put me in mm-hmm. when I was younger. But then I obviously, well, I did cross country just to stay fit and then moved to basketball and then softball at the same time. But then I f- decided what I wanted to play in college, so I just stuck with softball. and I played, I played pretty much, not everything, but... Football, basketball, baseball growing up, but it's always been football for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't play baseball very long. I think my last year was like third grade, maybe. I don't know. And then basketball, I think I played till sixth grade. And then just football. Yeah, and I'm track playing, now, but. I played basketball. I didn't. I never did any running sports like track or cross country. Mm-hmm. Um, I've picked up pickleball, which. <laughs> Dude, I want to try, try that. that yeah, so I want to try that. It's change. easier than tennis. It's got some tennis. Like when I first started playing back during the summer. This guy's like, did you play tennis at one point? I was like, yeah. He's like, I can tell because, like, it's a paddle sport, right, paddle mm-hmm. racket sport. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier because there's not, like, with tennis, you really have to make sure you're getting top spin. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's that spring off the racket. There's now – that's not. It's just a paddle. So you just have to keep it in, really. And it's a lot about your touch more so in paddle ball. I, I, pick, sorry, not paddle ball, pickleball. There's nothing that I love more than taking a neighborly stroll on a Saturday evening in the park <laughs> and seeing these old heads on the oh. pickleball courts just <laughs> horking the ball at each other. So, and no it barely way. goes anywhere. I, go but but that's park? not just because they're old. It's because, I swear, when you hit a pickleball, it just does not go anywhere. Do you it go by Craig Park? Yeah, that's where I see it sometimes. That's, those dudes, like, the first day I'm they get there, intense. they're like, I just bought this $15 paddle from Walmart because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play this for forever. Mm-hmm. And so I hit, like, I'm hitting it. They're like, what's that sound? That's making a weird sound. They look at it. It's like, man, this... This old dude, like 70, his name is George. He's like, this racket's a piece of crap. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just bought it today. I didn't know. He's like, he's like, yeah, you need to get a new one if you want to come out here. I'm like, jeez. Yikes. Around these parts, we use $50. Or, or oh, no, they're like $110. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But that's, that's the same thing yeah. with like a, a tennis racket, too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess. Sports are getting expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, Inflation, am I right? I mean... <laughs> The political and economic standpoint of the world, am I right? Mm. While we're on the topic of sports, I have a question for you, Luke, since mm. you play baseball. Mm. T- Why do the coaches play wear baseball? I still uh, play baseball. Yeah, sorry, play baseball. Yeah. Why do the coaches wear the same uniform? I've always wondered um, that. Yeah. Not all of them do it. But, but I, like high school, like why? Because they just want to. I mean, <laughs> but and it's why? so weird. Older co- yeah, I agree. It does look really weird. Imagine if Coach it's Fisher just was just out there. Like, full <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be so funny. Like a, like a, what's that movie? The, the the prison movie with Adam Sandler in it. Oh, it's The, the Longest, longest yard. yard. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in, Coach. Um, no, I just always thought it's it was like a, weird. I think it's just, well, yeah, I, I think, think a lot of it too. goes back to 
and I could be like just making this up, but I feel like I remember learning in one of my sports classes in college that you had so many like player managers back mm-hmm. in the early days of baseball because it's like from the 1880s, mm-hmm. so that they would already be wearing a, a jersey anyway. So then I guess just by the time they became managers, like you just had people that were wearing like what their player managers would have wore before them. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Whereas the thing that's really kind of funny that's gone away is you know if a football coach wears a suit now on the sideline. It's crazy. But, like, yeah. if you look back in the 50s and the 60s, a lot of the coaches, like yep. Vince Lombardi and all them, were wearing suits on the sideline. Wait, so what are – I don't really watch sports. What are coaches supposed to just, like, post it up in khakis like, and a polo? Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, well like, think about what you watch on NFL Sunday. They got, like, the quarter zips. Think about what I don't yeah. watch on NFL Sunday. I'll tell you what. It's not NFL. You don't watch the NFL? No. Wow. He said he doesn't watch sports, but he plays on, them, dude. Well, think about it, too. Okay, uh – do you watch college basketball at all? Yeah, IU. He, I, I watch name? college basketball. Mike Woodson. He Woodson. wears a suit, suit. now. Wears Bas- a suit. I feel like a lot of basketball coaches wear suits. But that's changed a lot. After COVID, they started, a lot of them started wearing, like, like for example, Jay Wright, who was at Villanova, notorious for wearing those nice Italian suits. And then after COVID, it's like he was wearing, like, just regular sweatsuits and stuff like that, like everyone else. Huh. Tennis shoes, all that. So, But it never kind of made sense that they were all that dressed up to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean. I mean. <laughs> I mean, so moving I mean, on, I mean. um, senior year for you guys, mm-hmm. all Crazy. three of you. What's the? Uh, let's start with you, Josh, because you're right. pretty. You had a lot of. Not that you all didn't, but you had a lot of friends in the upper class, the senior class last year, mm-hmm. and now you're kind of. Uh, you still have friends in this class, I hope. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what's it like making that big adjustment? <laughs> Josh to, uh, with no friends. <laughs> to not having any friends. <laughs> Everyone. It, I haven't really noticed it too much. I mean. A lot of like underclassmen I'm cool with, especially the on the football team. I knew a lot of the sophomores because my dad coaches middle school, okay. and I helped coach them when I was like a uh, um, sophomore. So I know them really well, and I just I know a lot of people, so it's not it's not too bad. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then Hallie, you've got friends. I do have friends actually. <laughs> How's your senior year going? It's going pretty good. I mean. It's senior year. Um, I do miss some of the my friends that have now graduated, but I mean, there's room to make more friends mm-hmm. and just to see what the future comes. I will say it's funny. Hallie is one of those students that I talk about. There's a couple of these each year where I don't really know them at all the previous <laughs> year until the very, very end of the year. And so I was like out at softball and piercing him because of basketball. Yeah, it was happy. We said happy birthday to you, and that's how it started. Yeah, happy birthday, and then it was like, oh, they got a dub for my birthday, and all and of a sudden, and it just kept going. Corley's think birthday. Think about dubs. how different this could have been had you all been like, zero and twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, mm. I probably just been like, yeah, just keep those L's for yourself. I wouldn't <laughs> be friends with you. Let's be honest. We, me and Luke, probably would have never been friends. I probably would never be in this class. To be honest yeah. with you, actually, there might have been a small chance, but. But it's just one of those, again, and Josh, I, I, you're kind of the same way, but I knew you a little bit more last year. Yeah, a little but, bit. Yeah, Hallie was like, hey, you want to take this class? I'm like, sure. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you gave, okay. me, you gave me options. I was like, just just do whatever. Just yeah. let me go be in it. And then Luke? Personally, senior year is freaking cash money. Like, I I don't know what it is. Um, as As weird as it sounds, I feel like I've always been like, kind of insecure about what people think about me like I'm just always like oh that person's probably judging me but like now that we're like you know the top barkers in the school the top dogs don't feel like don't touch the microphone (laughs) dude I gotta do something with these hands I'm gonna grab my hat um (laughs) uh, I feel like 
Like I'm that guy. Like no nobody in the hall is judging me. Well, they probably are. Oh, I just don't care because I'm I'm at the top. I understand. And it's that. not a hierarchy thing. Like as in I'm better than you. It's just like uh, I don't really care anymore. I, like mm-hmm. I have to agree with him. Like yeah. I feel like the dynamic has just changed so mm-hmm. much. Like coming into freshman year, you're like all oh, scared. Yeah. I was also five one. <laughs> <laughs> How tall are you now? Uh, like five eleven. Oh. Well, I'm gonna say five ten because nobody says they're five eleven, and then I'm just gonna get big. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that the one thing that I agree with you. Like the one thing I noticed in the very the very first week of school, I always notice like the big changes. The current senior class realizes that now they're the top dogs, mm-hmm. and the problem is there's like an adjustment period to that, and like uh, some people will come in and think, oh, no one can check me, including teachers, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you might be. You think you're, you know big and bad but let's also calm down and just act like normal people yeah mm-hmm. it's like you can tell when the ego swells mm-hmm. yeah so that's one thing it's like when there's no one there to check you then all of a sudden you're like, like some people will be like oh like you said i'm big and bad but i think it is more just like by senior year i think for, like you said hallie freshman year you come in you're a little scared sophomore year, you're figuring it out but you're still an underclassman mm-hmm. i think you're starting you really start to solidify your friend groups junior year a lot of people it's just like dang this is a really tough year academically yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior year don't horrible. have time for i honestly much. didn't think it was that hard is that just me that is just eh, you. Kind of. I, I didn't really think it was that hard, to be honest with I you I don't guys. like your opinions. I only had a few few difficult classes, but it was still Yeah, yeah I think difficult. it is depending on what you take. Like, junior year was my toughest for high school, mm-hmm. but it still wasn't that bad because I stayed away from AP Physics and AP Calculus and all Oof. that stuff. Well, yeah, obviously junior year was definitely my hardest year, but I wouldn't say it's, like, as hard as everyone makes it out mm-hmm. to be. I think it's just really weird not having, like, all the upperclassmen friends that I used to have yeah. like th- thinking like Haley Wilkerson it's just weird that she was here last year like thinking about that and and now she's yeah I uh, walked in today and I was during six period and that's obviously lunch period and I was like oh yeah it used to be that I had a six period prep last year and Tristan Yegi would just come in and eat and just mm-hmm. either watch Netflix or chat or whatever and I was like, oh, yeah, he's up at IU now. And that's, you know, kind of weird to think about. That D- down at IU. It's crazy. Down at IU, yeah. yeah. Well, this might spice it up a little. Our very cherished, very beloved Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Other too. TA coming yeah. on the podcast. She, was about, she said she was spot. about to cry. She had to go film some B-roll for a project. So she was about to cry. But now she's back. And uh, Lucas has, Luke Lucas has selflessly given up his chair over at number one. Let's get a little mic check here, Brooklyn. Mic check one two. Mic check one two. Are you I can whispering? Hear you. I'm not. Say. I'm not whispering. Well, you I went. Can you hear went. Myself. You went. Mic check one two. I can yeah. yell. There you go. That's more of like you were singing. Right Mic check yeah. one two. Mm, won't catch me singing. Maybe, maybe that should be our intro song. Sing it. Lucas is finally uh, got something to keep him busy. He found a cell phone. <laughs> so Brooklyn, we were just talking about senior year. How are you finding your senior year going so far? Um, it's pretty good. A lot of my friends were upperclassmen, so it's weird, like, moving them on to college because, like, I hung out with a lot of them last week before they take their departure this week. But I think senior year is going good. A lot of my classes are much easier um, mm-hmm. other than uh, what Hallie said – or different than what Hallie said. Um, junior year was rough, very, very rough. Um, honestly, I didn't believe people when they said it was going to be hard. And then I was like, oh, I'll just stack my classes. And don't do that if you're listening. Don't do that. But it was fine. But senior year is much better already. Now, uh, you have a younger sister that's also in my class, Carly. She is a sophomore now. How would you uh, describe the, um, I'm trying to think, not, not just the relationship, the situation of having a younger sibling 
and one that you've also self-described as much different than you. Yes. So I think people would say that all th- me and my both of my sisters are very different. But Carly and I seem to get along more than me and my older sister. Not that my older sister and I don't get along, but Carly and I get along better. And, like, I drive her to school every day, so we just, like, talk in the car. And honestly, she's not really on her phone, and, like, obviously I'm not on mine. So we just have good conversations in the car. And, like, sometimes I'll see her around school, and I'll just say, hey, and, like, walk with her to her classes or whatever. But I think it's good because she's, like, one of my better friends. Yeah, I'd say, too, like, you all say, you say that you all are different. And I get, like, I can see from the personality perspective, but also, like, Carly last year as a freshman, kind of goofy, but now as a sophomore having her in class, and, like, she's actually one of the few people that acts maturely as a sophomore, like, especially this early on in the year, kind of composes herself well. So credit to the Taylor family name on that one. Um, Hallie and Josh, do you all have any siblings? I do. I have an older brother. What's his name? Taylor. He graduated in 2017, so he's, like, 20 something mm-hmm. i don't know good math <laughs> yeah i i'm not i don't like math let's just put it that way but yeah so my brother we are six years apart so it's it's weird it's definitely weird because now he has a kid and so oh, you're an aunt i'm an aunt yeah wow he my um nephew just turned one his name's maverick but yeah so ever since me and my brother were younger we always always have that like sibling rivalry i guess you would call it like always fight but i mean it wasn't bad fighting it was just like picking on each other more so but like ever since we've grown up it's been like a lot more like we get along and like we tell each other pretty much everything like i don't know i like it since he opens up to me more let's just say that did he give you any advice when you first started here at whiteland like ooh, beware of this or um not really he was more of like you got it just you there just you, go. you just you got d- it. You're off on you. yourself, like by yourself. So, nice. What hey, does Josh? Maverick call you? Oh. Does he call you? Aunt go ahead, Hallie? Brooklyn. Just hijack the podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He can't talk. <laughs> no, but like when he does start talking, are you gonna have him call you Aunt Hallie, or are you gonna make some like fun name? Um, definitely just gonna go by Aunt oh. Hallie or oh, Hallie. That's boring. Josh, I, mm. we're gonna get to you in a second, but there that's is all right. nothing that gives me more of a pet peeve than all the crazy names that people go by. Like, let's just stick with Grandma and Grandpa. I have, oh, or Nana is fine. What about Mamaw? Like Mamaw's Papa. fine, okay. Papa. My grandma's name is Mimi. Mimi's fine, yeah. Mimi, Mimaw, like anything well, that's Well, then close. what do you not like? So, luckily they'll never listen to this podcast. My best friend, his parents, uh, he just had his first kid. And I think the problem is that people don't want to appear old. So then, like, when you're in your, like, early 50s, like, you, ha- you have your first grandchild, they're like, I don't want to be called grandma yet. So, his mom goes by uh yaya which mm-hmm. is greek oh. for grandmother hmm. and then uh his mother-in-law goes by uh i think it's either uh baba or boba which is another like what foreign language yeah. word for grandmother and that's like, really interesting his dad goes by pop pop's fine that's you mm-hmm. know grandpa pop there's like a connection there i'm just like what is up with people wanting to go by like these crazy names like oh i'm gonna be called like you know, whatever. It's like, just go by grandma. It's okay. Like, if you don't want to feel old, then you don't have to feel old. Like, being called grandma doesn't make you old. So, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, family, though, Josh, back to you about All right. your siblings. I have an older brother and an older sister. My sister's five years older than me, and my brother is seven years older than me. They both went to Whiteland. Um, my brother, he went to Purdue, and he graduated from there. My sister 
is in her last year at IU. So we have like a, a split house. It's it's really interesting. And what do you think about for post-grad? Start thinking about that at all? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. IPY, actually not going to be a, it's going to be IU Indianapolis now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll probably, I don't know, IU and Purdue are top of my list right now most likely. See, this is the nice thing about teaching. I'm starting to figure out, like, with Brooklyn, I've got her younger sister, right? And then, like, there's some other people, like Hunter and Ness, if you remember him. His younger brother's in my class now. So there's all these people that are starting to, like, at least a few of them that I'm getting younger siblings. But then the thing that stinks is, like, for you all, it's like, oh, it'd be mm-hmm. great to, like, have a sibling. But, you know, you're the youngest of, yeah. the, of yeah. the group. So, but It would be nice to have, a, like, a younger sibling. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Well, it'd be nice to have a sibling in general. Uh, only yeah. child, no, only child type. Yeah, uh, kind of stinks. Carly yesterday said that she wishes she had the younger sibling, which I don't. My parents would never have a fourth child. They stopped at three because three girls is enough. My dad said, my dad always says he stopped before they had a softball team. <laughs> he always says that. Which, I mean, how many people are on a softball team? I mean, it just depends. Nine like as well. Like on well, there's nine. nine. There's nine on the field, but you. They Let's like not get hold technical. Up to nine. Twelve to thirteen. Anyways, we're not talking about roster and like who's moving up and down and. <laughs> well, I mean, she has. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, I think it's fun having a younger sister. That's like, she's closer in age with me, and like now that we're in high school, we like, we know the same people, and she actually hangs out with me and my friends like, too much. I think, but my friends love her and get along with her, so I'm fine with it. But I love having a younger sibling. Does she have a lot of friends that are her age, though, too? Yeah. Because that's the one thing that's always tough is, like, if you start hanging out with your older siblings' friends, then, like, when they graduate, you're kind of like, oh, crap, now who do I hang out with? Which mm-hmm. I think is, like, where, you know, where people that have a tough time in their later years of high school with friendship, like, friendships, it's a lot of that's because they hung out with those older people so much that they don't know anybody really in their own grade. So or you might have, like, a few, but... You know, especially with block schedule, you might not have class with them, and they might be doing different activities during the fall. So, you know. You know, the one thing I wish I always had was not necessarily a younger sibling, but a sibling closer to me in age, like yeah. where I could be closer with them. Yes. Yeah, I just I never had that. Yeah. <laughs> you all over here, like I'm playing the world's smallest violin, just like oh, wham, wham, wham. I've got a sibling that's not close <laughs> in age to me. Well, I sat out. Not only was I an only child, but I grew up in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, Ooh. throw the ball across the yard, run over, throw the ball back across the yard. <laughs> I didn't actually do that, but. <laughs> That's I mean, sad. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you did. Yeah. But I mean, I that was the thing it. is like, I have like, so my, my neighbors are my cousins, but they're, the oldest one is only one year out of college. The second one, she's a senior and the third, like the youngest, he's going into his freshman year of IU. But like when you're younger, it's like, I'm in eighth grade, they're in like fourth i'm like that's not like i'm not gonna hang out with them hmm. but then as i got into like college it's like okay like they're in high school they're mature a little bit now and then you know when i was out like they were in college so it was, it's become more fun but now mm-hmm. she li- one lives in nashville the other one obviously they're both in bloomington but it'll be fun to go see them when i go down there for for IU games yeah so uh ta talk yeah yeah <laughs> ta talk what else y'all what else y'all have on the mind cuz y'all were like the ones that are like Corley, we got to do a podcast we got to do a podcast they already talk about college be more specific like where they well never mind Hallie, i know she talked about grace no not really but i mean i yeah, just said tell me about, about softball so that's interesting so you made your commitment like fall of last year correct i did so with softball 
what is it about softball that you're like I have to commit so early? Because a lot of these like basketball players don't commit, and football won't commit until senior year, mm-hmm. and after the season even. Um. Well, I feel like well for me personally, it was more of like a to get the stress off of me, and we had like had to send all these emails, go on sports recruits, and try and just get the exposure itself. But I feel like with basketball and, like, football, like, well, football, I feel like you don't have, like, a travel team pretty much. Well, would you say you have, like, travel teams and no, stuff like that? No. So you get the exposure in high school, so obviously you're still growing, I feel like, in, like, freshman, sophomore. So you're going to get more of that mm-hmm. exposure junior and senior year just from high school. But, I mean, travel ball, I feel like it's a little bit easier, like, softball to get that exposure. But you just have to find the right school for you. So, like... I found the school for me right away, so I figured I'm not going to keep looking if that's where I know I want to go. So let me ask you a hypothetical here. Let's say you haven't signed, but let's say – because you have – have you signed yet? Yeah, I've signed. Okay, so you've signed. So let's say that hypothetically you haven't signed, right? Yeah. And you had, you had already verbal to grace college, right? And then all of a sudden you go off your junior year. Boom. Like you're hitting 680, blah, 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 state records. And Alabama softball – comes and says Hallie we want you to play Alabama softball yeah I mean that's definitely a good question but for me personally well, I feel like go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know that's a great question but I love where I'm at and you know I couldn't be happier I mean I like this I mean I like the smaller schools okay mm. so I mean like also with balance if you think d1 you're gonna have little time to yourself and like I want to have that time to myself and be able to hang out with my friends because Life is not always about just your sport. I want to still have some free time, but I don't know. It was like the per- it was like a perfect balance between like the professors will know me and like they'll be able to help me. And then softball, like it's not going to take up my entire time, but I'm still going to be able to play it competitively. So I mean, it's just kind of like what like what you want. Brooklyn, I know you were looking at some colleges here recently too. And kind of for you, it's been the roller coaster of I'm I'm really excited about this place, and then wow, this place did not live up to what I thought it would be. Yeah, so um, I visited Vanderbilt, and I really thought I would like it, but I went there and I just felt out of place. What did you think you were gonna like about it? Just the city of Nashville? Yeah, and not necessarily. Well, I don't know. I knew people that like go to Nashville, obviously Bella, and we're friends. But I just thought, oh, it's close to Bella, and we've been friends, and I just like. I've always heard good things about Vanderbilt because it's this high school that, like, crazy smart and it's crazy a, it's competitive. It's not a high school. It's a college. You know what I mean. <laughs> okay. And so I go there <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's a good college. Anyways, it's a good college. Not the fit for me. I felt very out of place. Like, I've told people this story. I went on the visit there, obviously, and they put you in groups. And they're all like, introduce where you're from and your name and so everyone in front of me is like I'm from Slovakia I'm from Hungary I think someone even said like I don't know Austria I think I heard and I was like I'm from Whiteland Indiana like there <laughs> it just felt very I don't know I don't want to say forced but like I think that's the biggest thing though is like my so it's kind of a on one hand and on other hand on one hand I'm like you know college isn't for everyone like, I strongly encourage trade schools and stuff because, you know, not everyone mm-hmm. that's going to graduate from Whiteland is going to go to college. It's great if you can, but one, like, we need more tradespeople. My dad's an electrician. It's great to have people in trade. Um, you need, we need people that are certified, you know, with uh, associate's degrees, things like that. 
one thing I will say about college though is it was it's really enlightening. Like it gets you outside of your comfort zone, especially if you're able to go to a new place, a new city. What's nice about that is you're exposed to you know different cultures, like you said, all those different people. So you know one thing that was kind of a shell shock for me is I'm thinking, oh, I'm only going an hour and a half up the road to Bloomington. Like that's still in Indiana. That's like Southern Indiana still. And you get up there, and half your student population is from Chicago, and then you know another huge part of it is from New Jersey, New York area. You got a lot of people from LA. You've got the international students. And you're like, whoa, this is not like Floyd's Knobs, Indiana at all. And so that's what's kind of cool is if you're able to get out and go to you know to university that's you know even out of state, you're exposed to a lot of different you know even from Indiana to Nashville. It's like that's a huge culture difference from Bloomington to Nashville. So. Mm-hmm. What, uh, any other places you've been looking at other than Vanderbilt? I think you said you took a trip to Louisville. Mm-hmm. I really liked Louisville. Yeah, I told campus. you. What was it I told you? You told me you would only come to visit me, and that's it, because you don't like Louisville. I hate the University of Louisville. I love Why? IU. Why? Yeah. Oh, I just hate them. They're, they're, <laughs> no reason. They're just slimy. Their athletic slimy. department I don't slimy. have anything wrong with Louisville. They're slimy. Their volleyball hmm. team's really good. I'm, I mean, I'm not going for volleyball. Yeah. I'm not. That... Yeah, I'm so are you going vol- for basketball then? Or no, I would go for track. Track. Oh, yeah. The oh, track. yeah. Yeah. I forgot you. But I liked their campus. It was really pretty. I liked um, – it was very clean, too. Um, their dorms were nice. And just the people there that were, like, in my group for that visit were very similar-minded people. So that felt more comforting there. Josh, what about you? What have you been – thinking about looking at <clears throat> it depends on what i want to do because i'm still not sure like my dad is an engineer my brother's an engineer so i've thought I've, I've looked at multiple different engineering schools i've even i've thought about ucf in orlando i think that would be fun but probably won't happen and then at iu i'm not sure what i would do maybe something with business um if i went to i've thought about ball state for architecture just a bunch of different places. So your family's all engineers, it sounds like? Pretty much. Do you think that was by design, or they just built different? <laughs> That's funny. That was not funny. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, Brooklyn, you never changed the joke of the day. I changed it on Orange Days. Oh, so First people on Blue Day don't deserve a new joke? You told me last year that I had to change it after that was everyone last year. had gone, gone through class. Gone through, gone gone through, through class. <laughs> gone through class. I mean... I think I have one. What? Maybe. Can you, ter- can you tell it right now? No. There's one. Brooklyn, usually, the way it starts off is she's like, I've got a joke of the day. And then, like, Brooklyn, that's slightly inappropriate for school. You're going to have to pick another one if we're going to write it on the board. And she's like, ah. There was one, and it was really good. And the only thing is it referenced nuts. And Corley told me I couldn't write it on the board. You can tell the joke for the podcast, but we're not keeping it on the board. Okay. It's, you're not keeping it on the board? We're like, not, we're not oh, put on, on the, the board. board. Yeah. Okay. Like, it, it will stay here. Okay. What's the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts? What? One's a dollar fifty and one's under a buck. <laughs> <laughs> Josh See, I think one. it's oh, funny. Was good. I love dad jokes. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of dad jokes. I'm not gonna lie to you. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there's like certain jokes. I'm like personal foul, unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct. I mean, I don't know. They're just. I don't know. I like sketch comedy too. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop. What? Mm-mm. Sketch comedy? I just wasn't expecting that. I just where you started talking about like what kind of jokes you like. I like sketch, like he and Peel. I find that very funny. 
Define sketch okay. comedy. Yeah, is it like, please? Yeah. Sketch comedy is like when there's a sketch. Like, so Key and Peele act out a situation with jokes. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Did you think it meant like cartoons? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. no <laughs> okay, I agree. I agree with you. Then. I mean, I do like those too, but mm. I was talking about like sketch comedy. Sketch comedy is like the, remember like the thing we did with Julian last year where it was the Roomba and Dave Hukin, the head custodian. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, there's a room. That's sketch comedy. Yeah, okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And Lucas Corley <laughs> oversaw that project myself. And Lucas <laughs> Williams also was involved. Did you actually write the entire script? Yeah. Oh, wow. Lucas is over here. Sitting, <laughs> he's off the mic. He's still sitting here. He says, that's the only reason it's funny. I want you to come up with something that's funny again this year then. Oh, yeah. Don't look at me at that look of student that needs to work a little bit harder. Um, <laughs> Josh, do you have any really funny dad jokes? I feel like you would. Mm, I can only, uh, I, they're not, they're not like, I, I've overused them. So you probably already heard them. But. You strike me as, now that she says it, you kind of strike me as like, of all the students I interact with, the one that's most like, if you're like, all right, kids, come on, time to get in the van and go to soccer practice. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I wow. can see that. Well, during, okay, throwing season, okay, he has, like, the dad shoes, like, the white shoes, and he wears. Okay, but they're not they're not the dad shoes. They're yeah. Air Maxes. Yeah. They're but you also kind of have that happy-go-lucky, like. No, he does. No, I, I, I walk like, just like my dad. Smiling, like, hey, and, how's it yep. going, everybody? He's just the a nice one guy. to comment on grass lines. Oh, like, I love a <laughs> nice, lines. nice yard. And then it was really funny because I looked up from one of our meets last year and Josh is standing there with his hands on his hips and just looking out <laughs> like smoldering. And it's the funniest thing ever. That's pretty he, funny. He, he is like high school, not like a high school dad. That was kind of, that was weird. Yeah. But he is, yeah. High school dad. Is that like the uh, VH1, like fight back to MTV's teen mom, high school dad, mm. high school dad. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, this has been a great series of uh, TA talk. It was too bad it has to come to an end. <laughs> One episode, and it's in the books. Oh wow. Gosh. What you got to do is try to find other people that have study skills or that are TAs during eighth period and have them on. I know Ethan Rice and then there's people in Tech Warrior right now. Oh, well, yeah, there's obviously the Tech Warriors and them. There's also been a girl standing outside your door for the past 40 minutes. Are you serious? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> oh. He, okay, well, let's wrap it up then. We've already gone 46 <laughs> minutes. Really? Have you been waiting for 40 minutes about? Oh, that's true. I did. <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, wow. we'll wrap this up. To be fair, I did tell them that they could come down, not that they had to, but that she's here. She's going to take her test. So we're going to wrap it up for Lucas Williams, Brooklyn Taylor, Hallie Nett, Josh Berman. I'm Lucas Corley, and this has been TA Talk.